Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Thursday, November 3rd, 2022, and this is day 1688 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning in to our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you, we praise you, and thank you so much. Thank you for creating this brand new, beautiful day just for us. Help us, Lord, to be grateful for every single thing, not to take anything for granted. And when we're feeling down, to be able to look and see all the blessings that you bestowed upon us, even though we can be going through many things. And I ask, Lord, that you will comfort those who are brokenhearted and heal those who are sick. And I ask, my Lord, that you will help us to be good stewards of what you've blessed us with. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Today's message is pursue your dreams. Yep. Or the vision that God has given you. You know how you'll see something, you'll see yourself there, or many times I'll dream about it. And uh, it's like, okay, this seems so real. <laughs> and it's something that I've been wanting or desiring that and, it, and it's something, of course, that, you know, it doesn't, it's not coveting something of someone else's. It lines up with the word of God. It's something that God has specifically for you. And you can't help but keep thinking about it and dreaming about it. Well, this is your day. God wants you to pursue it. And we're going to be looking at Elisha and how he pursued Elijah to get what he wanted. We're coming out of 2 Kings chapter 2, starting at verses verse 1 through 18. 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 1 through 18. All right, and it says, When the Lord was about to take Elijah up to heaven in a whirlwind, Elijah and Elisha were on their way from Gilgal. Elijah said to Elisha, Stay here. The Lord has sent me to Bethel. Now, these were prophets, okay, and Elijah was the head prophet, and Elisha was one of the students, like in the school of prophets, okay? And so he says, but Elisha said, as surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. <laughs> so they went down to Bethel. The company of the prophets at Bethel came out to Elisha and asked, do you know that the Lord is going to take your master from you today? Yes, I know, Elisha replied. Be So be quiet. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here, Elisha. The Lord has sent me to Jericho. And he replied, As surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So they went to Jericho. The company of the prophets, again, that's like the school of the prophets, <clears throat> The company of the prophets at Jericho went up to Elisha and asked him, Do you know that the Lord is going to take your master from you today? Yes, I know, he replied, so be quiet. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here. The Lord has sent me to the Jordan. And he replied, 
As surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. <laughs> so the two of them walked on. Quite a persistent little one, isn't he? <laughs> All right, then 50 men from the prophet, from the company of the prophets, went and stood at a distance, facing the place where Elijah and Elisha had stopped at the Jordan. Elijah took his cloak, rolled it up, and struck the water with it. The water divided to the right and to the left, and the two of them crossed over on dry ground. Doesn't that sound familiar with Moses? How God had him take his rod and strike the water, and God divided it, the Red Sea, when he and the Israelites were fleeing Pharaoh, uh, and God opened it up and water on one side and on the other. And they walked through a couple of million of them, though, <laughs> walked through on dry ground. And then it says, when they had crossed, Elijah said to Elisha, tell me what can I do for you before I'm taken from you? That is so beautiful and so powerful, isn't it? He says, let me inherit a double portion of your spirit, Elisha replied. And Elisha was not afraid to truly ask for what he wanted. Many times people may say, well, what do you want? And you're, we're concerned about, well, you don't want to come across too, you know, greedy or like you want so much. Let me take it a little easy. But not in this case. He said, I want a double portion <laughs> of your spirit. <clears throat> and he says, you have asked a difficult thing, Elijah said. Yet if you see me when I'm taken from you, it will be yours. Otherwise, it will not. As they were walking along and, taking to, and talking together, suddenly a chariot of fire and a horse of fire appeared and separated the two of them. And Elijah went up to heaven in a whirlwind. So Elijah didn't die. God took him to heaven in a whirlwind uh, with a chariot of fire and a horse and horses of fire. Elisha saw this and cried out, my father, my father, the chariots and horsemen of Israel. And Elisha saw him no more. <clears throat> then he took hold of his garment and tore it in two. As a sign of mourning, he was sad. He lost his master, his teacher, his friend, his confidant. He lost him, but he went to be with the Lord. And Elisha then picked up Elijah's cloak that had fallen from him and went back and stood on the bank of the Jordan. He took the cloak that had fallen from Elijah and struck the water with it. <clears throat> where where now is the Lord, the God of Elijah, he asked. When he struck the water, it divided to the right <laughs> and to the left. And he crossed over. Look at God, right? <laughs> the company of the prophets from Jericho who were watching said, The spirit of Elijah is resting on Elisha. And they went to meet him and bowed to the ground before him. Look, they said. We, your servants, have 50 able men. Let them go and look for your master. Perhaps the spirit of the Lord has picked him up and set him down 
on some mountain on some mountain or in some valley. You can tell that this was pretty common <laughs> because they knew, you know, that Elijah was a man of God and that God used him mightily and that he could have just been caught up, you know, and just like what happened with Philip when in the in the book of Acts when when the Lord led Philip to the Ethiopian eunuch chariot and and he began to share with him and the and the eunuch got saved and baptized and then the spirit took philip away you see that that's hey those same things that happened then will happen now (laughs) so get ready uh and so it says um no elisha replied do not send them but they persisted until he was too embarrassed to refuse so he said, send them. And they sent 50 men who searched for three days, but did not find him. When they returned to Elisha, he was staying in Jericho. He said to them, didn't I tell you not to go? <laughs> he just appeased them because they were so determined to help them. And he just said, okay, go ahead. And then when they came back, didn't I tell you? <laughs> All right, so point number one, I used to dream of having a family of my own as a child growing up in poverty. My mom raising five of us uh, after her and my dad divorced, and uh, it was a struggle. But we had a lot of laughter and fun, but, you know, it it was hard. But, you know, I guess we we didn't really notice how uh, much... Poverty we were in because on we lived in a house and on, on the block we lived uh, on uh, everybody else was the same we were all the same we knew our neighbors we had so much fun playing with our neighbors and uh, well my siblings did and and I did have some of my friends that I walked to school with and and I would go to their houses and and they'd come to mine and you know we would sit out on the step and talk and play and whatever. Uh, those days are no longer the same because kids are bust all over. So they don't know their neighbors. We don't know each other. Community, that sense of community my pastor was talking about that Sunday has been lost. And uh, I, I always remember those days knowing my my grade school friends up to high school. We went to grade school together and walked to high school together. And even to this day, we all... You know, if we see each other, hear about the other, you know, it's it's important to us to keep up with each other and and make sure the other is safe. So anyway, I had this dream. Uh, I visualized uh, having my own family, being married, having my own children and 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 making it different, you know, and I visualized taking my children to the park and to get ice cream and with me and my husband and and the, again that's that's what I missed coming up I mean you know my mother did what she could we had ice cream but it wasn't like oh this little family going together to get ice cream that's that's just my dream okay <laughs> um so when I met my high school sweetheart Gary Bikes my husband The man I'm still married to today, it'll be 45 years for us next year in June. And actually, we've been together for about, it'll be 49 years that we've been together. Um, And, you know, we married 
at 19, age 19, and had three beautiful children, two girls and one boy, who are now 43, 41, and 38 years old. And I have been blessed with two granddaughters, uh, 12 and uh, uh, 6 or, yeah, 5 or 6. Yeah, I have a one a biological and one spiritual granddaughter. So they're both my girls. God brought my dreams to fruition. What a blessing. And it still is a blessing. What <clears throat> have you been asking the Lord for? Don't let anything stop you from pursuing your godly dreams or visions. You know, just like Elisha, he didn't let anything stop him, did he? Right? He had this vision that he would get, you know, this double portion. He he didn't want his master to leave him. But if he had to leave, he wanted to be just like him. He wanted to be able to do the things that he saw him do. He was like his mentor. Look at some of the things that took place. So think about this. On the other side of pursuing your dreams is your blessing. So here are some of the pointers that I took out of this that God gave me with Elisha and Elijah. First, make up your mind that it belongs to you. You deserve it. You worked hard to get to this point. Whatever that is that you've been seeking God for, pursuing him for. It could be a business. It could, it could be, you know, um, uh, helping the elderly, uh, starting your own home uh, for people who are struggling. It, it could be, uh, I know uh, Cheryl, oh my gosh, she's like a daughter to me. She's, she's had this vision for years of making small houses for the elderly. And I'm telling you, She's got a great idea and plans. Oh my gosh, she's got the plans and everything. And, and I'm looking forward to seeing this take place. Second, chase after your dreams, no matter what the naysayers say or do. Remember how the company of prophets try to discourage Elisha. And he and Elijah himself says, stay here. And Elisha's like, nope, I'm going with you. So don't let anything stop you. Don't let roadblocks distract you from the pursuit. Stay focused on the blessing. Then fourth, think that it's already yours. Talk like it's yours. Walk like it's yours. Live like it's yours. See, that's embracing it fully. That's you walking in faith now. And God say, I know I got it. I know I've got it, right? And again, it's these things that line up with God's word. It's not like you're trying to take someone else's husband or wife. That wouldn't be, you know, that's not of God. But <laughs> when you're doing things that that God has given you this vision or dream, you need to pursue it and don't let anything stop you. Fifth, now that you've received it, wear it boldly. You know, that's what Elisha did. He went back and did the exact same thing that Elijah had done before. And then remain humble and give God all the glory. Isn't that powerful? That is what God would have us to do. He wants to bless you abundantly. So God gave me this vision, you know, about the youth and teaching them 
these skills, life skills, workforce skills. And, and, and I saw it, this vision while in the classrooms teaching conflict resolution skills with my old, when I was with my old job. And I still do contract work with them, but I'm in the classrooms working with hundreds, probably thousands of kids over the last seven years, definitely thousands. And one of the common things that I would notice was so many of them had this look of hopelessness. Like, there's nothing out here for me. How can I, you know, earn money? How can I, you know, live uh, a life when, you know, there's so many things they're dealing with that I could not have even imagined things they're dealing with that me as an adult have never dealt with, you know? So that's when I had this vision. Uh, and, And the... The vision was transition zone and working with youth and teaching them. And I'll never forget, uh, as a 13, 12 or 13 year older, uh, I always wanted to make my own money and help my mom and, you know, and buy my own things, you know, because I'd got tired of seeing her struggle and, and it was heartbreaking. So her working all the time. And, and so anyway, I'll never forget this. There was something called the Joy Program. And uh, they uh, provided work and and a paycheck (laughs) for youth in the community. And so my job was cleaning up my school park, Seven Oaks. I'll never forget it. And uh, and that's where I worked, picking up trash out of the park. And I got paid. And it was just so, so exciting and so amazing. And I'll always remember that opportunity. And uh, even though it's picking up trash, oh, well, so what? It was my community, right? <laughs> and why not keep my community clean and get paid for doing it, too? So those those are some of the reasons that, you know, I thought, hey, I could do this. And then it started and God blessed me. He opened doors, but I had to pursue it. He, you know, it said it will be a nonprofit and now pursuing grants, pursuing funding. And just recently, my friend, Dr. Lynn Shipley, uh, created these beautiful brochures for us and uh, one-pagers and postcards and <clears throat> invitations. And it was just what I had visualized. I said, Lord, I need this done, but I don't have the capacity to do that. That's not my gift. And, uh, you know, I have basic business cards and little things like that, but I wanted it now after going into two years, it'll be two years for us in March of 2023. And I said, it's time now I, I have a better understanding of what we're doing. Now I can lay it out better. So I laid it all out, sent her the information and she created some of the most beautiful pieces. I look at it as a wardrobe, like beautiful brochures and things like that. So pursue your dreams. God will put people there to help you along the journey. Um, You know, he wants us to be blessed. And it's all about us having faith in him and not giving up, being persistent and committed to do everything he's called us to do and pursuing it. Uh, and ex- taking hold of it as though it's ours before we even get it. And then once we get it, walk boldly in it. So trust God for what it is you've been desiring, what it is that's been in your dreams and visions. He 
will bless you with it in his time. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is the goal. That is the number one vision (laughs) to be with Jesus for eternity. Oh, I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, jackiebikesministries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E-B like boy, U-Y-C-K-S ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on T-Zone, kc.org and learn more about what we're doing with our precious youth, teaching them these wonderful life and career skills and entrepreneurship development and peer mediation and uh, human and sex trafficking awareness. Please become a a donor and, and be our partner in this endeavor and help us to continue this great work that God has blessed us all to do. We're part of a team. So we thank you so much. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.